Aloha, listeners. I'm Sunshine Tiki, but you knew that. I am going to play for you today the episode that we recorded at Tiki Caliente 14. Okay, it's already been two weeks since the event, and I've been very lazy editing. I I just admit it. I'm sipping some Smith & Cross right now. Let me have a little sip. Oh, that's very nice. Sometimes it's nice just to enjoy your rum the way it came out of the barrel. So this is the Tiki Caliente 14 episode, and we are interviewing Marty Lush, otherwise known as Mark Riddle. Actually, it's Mark Riddle, otherwise known as Marty Lush, and he has released a new Exotica album called Lahaina Sunset. So I had some questions for him. We're also interviewing Rory Snyder, host of Tiki Caliente and proprietor of the Reef Bar, Le Fern Bar, Sancho's Mexican Restaurant, and so much more. So I just wanted to set this up real quick because when we originally recorded, I didn't stop to uh, tell anybody which uh, songs from uh, Mark's album I was going to play, Lahaina Sunset. So we're going to go ahead and hear the recording that we did there at Le Fern. And then uh, at the end here, I'm going to let you know which of these songs from the album we are going to listen to. And I'm going to go tell you where to get the album, which will also be on the website along with this podcast post. And I think you're going to really, really, really enjoy it. So let's go to Le Fern. Aloha, sunshine. Aloha, Rory. Aloha, sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. We are here at Lay Fern, otherwise known as the third best bar in all of Palm Springs. I want to really welcome Rory and say mahalo for having the Zen Tiki Lounge for the 13th time. We missed that first one. We were busy. It's very lucky. <laughs> it's very lucky for us. Uh, Kehlani will be joining us in a moment. She's at Sherman's uh, shoveling a uh, rye turkey sandwich into her, her mouth, she, but she'll be back. Into her gullet. Yes, that's right. And we have Marty Lush, otherwise known as Mark Riddle, who has just released a new Exotica album. That's right. Aw, shucks. First question goes to Marty. Okay. I've listened to the entire album multiple times now. Uh, One time even while I made Just so you know. Well, actually... That makes two of us. It wasn't... Just so you know. He does. Yes, yes. Um, um, so, Marty, you did you did a previous album with Alika Lyman. Yes. And is this one, this one's all you? It's all me. Lahaina Sunset is all Mark Riddle. Yes. And 
tell me in in the briefest terms you can, because we don't have all day. How did you come about saying I'm going to do my own album on my own with my name on it? Short answer is I went to Lahaina, my first trip to Maui, stayed there, fell in love with it. It was the most relaxing trip I was ever on. I came back, still on the relaxed high or relaxed low or whatever you do when you relax. I don't know. And I wrote the title track and I decided I want to do a whole record like this. And that was it. It was really an inspired record. So when it comes to the instrumentation, um, are, are we talking live instruments? Is this all digital? How was it arranged? It is a combination. I did some instruments that were virtual or samples, um, but I tried to find the best ones I possibly could. And then uh, the percussion and the vibes are uh, hand done. I did those live. I really like good percussion. I do too. It's I nice really, to I really like to feel the music. Yes. My lime just jumped off oh, the no. table. It's okay. Nobody, nobody worry about it. Um, so, you know, I, I want to mention that um, not only have I listened to the album several times, but um, it really feels like you could have been transported back to the 50s or 60s to the heyday of Exotica. And, I mean, it got Sven's stamp of approval. That's right. He even right? said, get to the choppa every time I sold yeah. one. And he doesn't like just every pancake. I mean, he only right. likes specific pancakes. Right. So that's a compliment. German, German pancakes. German pancakes, yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Well, you, it's funny you say that. I really appreciate that because my whole idea was to write songs that sounded like they've been around for 50 or 60 years, and I'm just doing a version of them. So okay, you that accomplished cool. that because I, um, the first time I listened through it, and you, you've got bird calls in there, you've, I, I, I really was like, these are not covers per se, but they almost could be. They sound like Because it, it just was so, it, you did it so right. Thank you, thank you. That was the idea. I made the songs really simple, and I wanted it to be as though I picked these songs up at Lahaina and decided to do my own versions. The only song that is not original is Path of the Wind, which is from an uh, a anime, a Ghibli movie called uh, My Neighbor Totoro, which is a beautiful movie. Haven't seen... Oh my God, there's blenders in here, Rory. It's a fern bar. <laughs> this is 70s. Everything is ruined. I know. <laughs> but, but Maddie's such a good bartender. Uh... Maddie is a great bartender, and Jordan is easy on the eye. <laughs> That's the only reason he was hired. That's right. <laughs> That's terrible. You can't do that. That's like some labor law or something. It's a discrimination, but in a good way? Uh, well, okay, now now I'll throw a question to you, Rory. So we're in Lafern. We've been here. We've recorded before. Uh, and um, this bar really does well with fresh juices, great cocktail ingredients, and I like popping in here for a right proper cocktail. And you've got bartenders who know how to do it. So do you have to be more choosy with your bartenders here? You know what, I'm kind of, I was blessed with this one versus The Reef. The Reef, I have great bartenders, um, but to find somebody who wants to do tropical cocktails, it intimidates anyone past the age of 25. If that's, they a, that's interesting. If they don't have the background, because they would rather go to a bar that can make vodka sodas, quick drinks. Ooh. This side. What, what's this orgy at stuff? <laughs> On this side, 
truly, if you go to bartending school, that's kind of how you're taught to make these Vodka drinks. soda is the official drink of the G in LGBTQIA. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I, you know, those boys, including myself, we like to watch our calories. I mean, you can't drink tiki drinks every day. I bartended for years in the white party weekends of Palm Springs. We'd only be vodka soda, vodka Red Bull, vodka cranberry, vodka soda, vodka cranberry. But you could do four of them per minute. Well, don't so forget vodka minutes. ketamine. That's also oh. popular. We didn't serve ketamine, but I'm sure they were adding it to the menu. What's up, my guys? They had a ketamine bar at Coachella this year. Uh, allegedly. I, I don't really know I, I got to do a shout-out to my dentist, Dr. Mike. You, so you have talked about your dentist multiple times. Uh he really, he really promotes you. I feel like I want to have you in my mouth, you know, because he's talked about you so much. <laughs> Dr. Mike and I have known each other since the Orange County days when I was bartending at Taco Surf, and his practice was up the street from me. And the great thing about Mikey, same watch. Mikey, show the watch. Oh, yeah, look at that. This is the first thing we noticed. As soon as where I was bartending, like, this guy's got style. Something now, when, my life. now, now tr I really want you to be honest about this, Rory. When he's in your mouth, do you just zone out, or are you thinking about him? I'm thinking about elevator music. <laughs> Tell about the time when you were on nitrous soda and zipped your pants. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's not talk about that here at Laferne. Thank you, Mikey. <laughs> but he does a really good job cleaning my teeth. Right, right. Yes, okay. <laughs> There's nothing better than a good set of clean teeth. Back to Marty. Rory, Rory likes to go sit in the chair and say, drill, baby, drill. <laughs> you, you would. You could go harder. You would. Get off the How head. deep do you like your drill? I need you to clean these teeth. Go harder. <laughs> uh, Marty, back to you. Uh, I want to thank you. He has the whitest teeth I've ever come across. Oh. <laughs> Did you come you across gotta, them? You got to cut that out. <laughs> you you got to edit that post. Did you mean that? <laughs> that Why? Was... Why would I edit that out? I don't... Okay, so last night, two things happened, and I want to, first of all, I want to thank Marty for uh, joining us in the Zen Tiki Lounge Room Party. We did the Disenchanted Tiki Room, which was Marty's idea, I think three years ago. Yeah. You said, <laughs> we should do the Disenchanted Tiki Room, we should partner on that. And a couple years went by, and I texted him, and I'm like, we're gonna make it happen this year. And he said, sure, why not? Uh, and he he created a uh, theme song that looped every 15 minutes throughout the uh, set list that he that he put together, and um, I love that a couple of guests actually said, "This is kind of like the Tiki Room in the Haunted Mansion," like I had mentioned to you. <laughs> yeah, that was the idea. Uh, and I'm proud of myself for the birds that we created and such. Oh, but, yeah. but you you were in the corner, in the closet, as you should be, signing headshots. <laughs> and uh, people really enjoyed meeting you. I, You know, some of the guests had said, like, you know, I've heard you talk about them, and I've heard you say, listen to Digitiki podcast, uh, but they'd never seen you or met you in person. Now they'll never listen to it, right? They may not. <laughs> now, the second thing is, you were signing headshots, but the guests were signing you. That's right. Is it still... Did you wash it off? Is it, it still on there? It's almost gone. <laughs> so it's it's proof that I did shower today. Yeah, I know. It was... I have a great picture of Marty's chest emblazoned with everybody's signature. That's right, yeah. 
but I, I hope you had as much fun as I did. It was a blast. It was a lot of fun. And I've never been in on the, like, behind the scenes of a of a room crawl. I've always just been in the line for a while. We, we might have to do it again. I would partner with Rory on a room call, but he has the attention span of a hamster. And it's just not a good idea. <laughs> Very short. Yes. But it works extra hard. Yeah. My attention span. Your attention span. Uh, so this is uh, this is number 14, right? Yes. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of listeners who have not listened the whole time. So number one, it was, it was smaller. There was no mug. Uh... We're taking a picture. <laughs> did you did you think you would end up with an annual event when you did number one? No, actually, number one was supposed to be one of one. So if you go back to 2008, a good friend of mine, Jay, who's partners with Shag, um, before there was the Shag Name store. Dropper. Well, before there was the Shag store, there was M Modern Art Gallery, and I used to collect art. And Jay was telling me the five-year anniversary was coming up first art show they did was Tiki and he's like I'd like to do an event like the first year and I'm like oh I bartend I could probably do that so I never heard of Tiki Oasis we did the event maybe 180 people but for you people who like the deep cuts we had Tiki Bar so TV deep. Tiki Bar TV I if you remember, remember that, that. Yeah. I remember yes. that yes so um it was a one-time event. We didn't do it in 2019 because the economy was terrible. I'm sorry, 2009. In 2010, somebody took over the Reef, Sancho's, and Lafern before we existed. And they asked us, because they saw the website, to redo the event for their launch. So we came back in 2010. And here we are today, all these years later. It's awesome for everybody, right? Marty, have you been here all 13 years? No, I think I, I missed a couple, but I would say I was here for almost all but maybe two. Was it explosive diarrhea? That's why you missed? No, it was just I was waiting for Rory to shave. Oh, yeah, yeah. He or, or, or to pay <laughs> you enough. To pay me enough. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, the reason I got here was... Played in a band that was here, uh, the band who shall remain nameless. And uh, we were actually just talking about that yesterday. And I was like, yes, when Bamboo Ben says no tiki drama, he's basically talking about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Some listeners know. Yeah. And those of you who don't, you don't want to know. <laughs> but at that point, Mr. Cheapo over here was like, every band had to bring their own PA. And the second time we played it, I said, man, what are you doing? You should have one PA for the whole band. He's like, can you do that? I said, yeah. And he said, okay, you're hired. And he walked away. And that was it. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and here we are today. And here we are. Now Now I run sound for the, the event. I trust Marty with my events and with my life. I'm not sure he trusts you, though. He shouldn't. Because, because I'm slippery like that. <laughs> I will I will give him a hug. I'll walk up to him on the stage. I try to hand him a cocktail because you didn't give him one. And I offered. I offered to get him food he, yesterday. <laughs> Today he actually offered twice. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And and he's like, oh my God, I'm doing like seven things right now. Rory, ah! He's Marty Lush. He should be able to go anywhere <laughs> on property and say I'm Marty Lush. And they'd never look him in the eye. And they genuflect and hand him right. a drink. They, they have to turn their backs to me and <laughs> do not look me in the eye. That's power. I, you know, I've kind of been able to do that. 
Your staff has uh, taken really good care of me. My staff is taking care of a lot of people. <laughs> Did I mention that Jordan is easy on the eye? Did I mention that? <laughs> He's I know who's going to get a seat at the bar after this is done. <laughs> but you know the superstar next to him, Maddie. Maddie runs the Trixie Motel. Maddie and I just met, and so uh, fans of the podcast know that um, we have some gay influences. And uh, Trixie, no. Trixie Mattel, uh, a drag queen who is so creative and very popular and one of RuPaul's favorites. I just don't care for her makeup style. I don't like the way she does the squeegee lines. I like it. I, I, I don't care for it, but people say good things about the motel, and I might have to ask Maddie about the down low on that. It's a beautiful hotel. It used to be the Coral Sands. $600 a night. It used to be the Coral Sands owned by Ruby Montana. Who's that? Um, lesbian lady. Also who sounds like to, a drag queen. Yeah, used to have a vintage place in Portland. Um, she had a what? If you watch the Trixie Motel show, a lot of what they done, if you love mid-century modern, you go, <gasps> because they had beautiful natural wood uh, ceilings that they painted over. He said natural wood. Yeah, natural. Well, I was going to go with, um, what's the Beatles song? Nor I actually don't like the Beatles at all. Oh, gee. I'm one of those people who, when I hear a Beatles song, I'm singing along to it, and somebody will be like, oh, you like the Beatles? And I'm like, I didn't know this was the Beatles. Oh. <laughs> uh, now, I will say that Paul McCartney um, and Angela Lansbury are the same person. One of them dead, one of them living. But I can't distinguish the difference between the two of their saggy cheeks. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. And I have a very good fondness for Angela Lansbury. Have any of you seen her um, late 1980s workout video? Oh, my God. You have to look up Angela, Lanber Angela Lansbury's workout video. She is wearing, like, a, a peach flannel onesie. And I am, I am not kidding you. And she's doing kegels. <laughs> you know, it's not easy always playing older than you are. And she teaches you how to have a alone time in a bubble bath. This is real, people. Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury, yes. Before, before, before she was in Beauty and the Beast, but while she was probably still doing some murder, she wrote, I think. Oh, Kegels, they wrote. That gives bed knobs and broomsticks. You know, I always had a soft spot for Angela Lansbury, because if you go back, she always played older than who she was. Yeah. She played Elvis's mom. She played. That, oh, no, that's right. That's yeah. like a controversy. She played, Sin not Sinatra's mom, but she played... Sinatra's friend's mom. You say Sumatra. Sumatra's, Sumatra. Sumatra. That's in a good the, coffee, in, but it's in not the, a person. In the Manchurian Candidate. So she always played the older woman, and she wasn't. No. And if you if you, if you you look at some pictures of Angela Lansbury in her 30s, she was so lovely. And um, she really should have been more of a leading actress that Hollywood gave the attention to. Um, but Bedknobs and Broomsticks, I think, is her triumph. It's just the best thing ever. Concurred. Now, okay, quiz for both of you. What is the name of the island that they go to on the bed in Bedknobs and Broomsticks? The island of... Anyone? I'm lost. It's been so long since Naboomboo. I've seen it. 
the island of Nabumbu. And that's where they meet the tiger and the other animals. And right. Yeah, it's, it's a great time. I didn't know that. I did not know that. <laughs> okay, uh, we are going to take a quick pause here. We're going to be back with more shenanigans. And we're also going to chat with some of our listeners. Uh, I need a little bit more time with the two of you. Uh, but I want you to freshen your water, freshen your cocktail. We'll be right back here in this antique lounge. Zantiki Lounge in Le Fern, and finally sitting next to me is Kaylani. I know, I know. Where were you? We were at lunch. You were at lunch. Yes. You have priorities, apparently. We do. It's called food. And we're still here with Marty Lush, otherwise known as Mark Riddle. He's released his new album, Lahaina Sunset. And we've got Rory Snyder. He's the host with the most. Aloha. All right, so, uh, and also Barry Manilow has joined us. He's right behind us. And I just, I have to say, what a sham. It's not your turn yet. He's looking lovely in red Are you a Fanilow? I am a Fanilow. Um, Barry Manilow is not that tall. This is a sham. Yeah. yeah. I met Barry Manilow at the old bar you used to bartend at, Trio. Yeah. He is a short, short man. I, I, I was blessed years ago. There was an event for charity at the airport called The Night of the Doodles. And celebrities would doodle and you auction. And before it was a thing, I was wearing a sandwich aisle jacket and somebody said, great jacket. And I turned around and it was Barry Manilow who had a leather jacket that was custom. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad you like it. Want to take a photo? And we took a selfie. And then a couple of my patrons from Wangs go, take a photo of me and Barry. And the security said, Barry doesn't take photos with people. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're in the back of his limo and don't remember two days. He reminds me I live in a shell. <laughs> what movie was that from? Wait, what is this? Oh, I, I think these are cocktails. Oh. I, I didn't know you guys were recording in here. Yes. Oh, you didn't? What's the name of these libations? This is uh, the Bitter Steve Tate on a Colonial Punch from 1863. And the name of the room party and drink? Uh, Bitter Steve Learning to Punch. Oh, okay. And it was, and Can I try one of these The judges enjoyed this room. Mahalo. Yes. Right on. It's really not the did. last of the punch, but it's the last of the And I learned a few things. Let me see if this one tastes different than this one. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Can't have a podcast without a cocktail. Like my brother John used to say, cheers to queers, and people would be eh. <laughs> uh, He my, made sure I fit in. My goal, my goal is to get Marty drunk enough that he is not able to man the soundboard when he gets back wow. over there. Oh, my. Well, he told you earlier his dream that came true. No, I don't. I don't remember that. Tell him the Sven Kirsten dream come true. Get to the chopper. We got Sven so drunk with his German accent. We've been saying to him for years, "Can you say get to the chopper?" Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> get to the chopper. And every time somebody bought an LP, Sven sat right next to him as he signed it and did it every time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Somebody come up buy an LP and go get to the chopper. <laughs> Who's winning? Marty's winning. 
I noticed noticed that you sold quite a few albums. You autographed them. I was surprised. Um, And now there's a little story behind that because you... you you had a, a digital release ready because the LPs weren't here, right? And the LPs came in just in time, right? So which is more popular? You know, I'm actually surprised people bought both. They'd buy because I was doing the combo number one with cheese, which was get the digital, get the get the because the digital combo comes in no, a flash drive. Combo number one, large size. So nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a custom bamboo flash drive that's etched with the name. It's super cool. And it's got extra tracks, it's got music videos that I made, interview video with me, high-res artwork, all this stuff. So people were buying them both. And I have to say, I I love the look of the LP, but I, I'm a geek, so I love the bamboo flash drive, because it's so cute. What, and my favorite thing about the uh, digital version was that extra track titled uh, Arthur Lyman in Bed. And I, I, you know, I was I was anticipating a really nice melody. It's actually video, people. You you have no idea how good looking Arthur Lyman was back in the day. Right. And a video of me rubbing one of his records all over my body. <laughs> There's a lot of oil involved. I, coconut oil. We're keeping it vegan, it right? Has to be coconut. It has to be coconut oil. Yes. Um, all right. So. We do need to let Marty go because he's got to go off to uh, the stage and, you know, but I just got man, here. man the knobs. <laughs> so, Kaylani, yes. is there anything you'd like to ask Marty Lush? Oh, Marty. Yes, who am I? No. Have you sold out already? No, I no? have not sold out. So then we'll make sure, because we weren't able to get one yet, so I want to get, I need a flash got, drive. He got one though, right? He got one. He got, he got one. But I need my own flash drive. <laughs> Come visit me. When I'm okay. doing this event for Rory, I'm, I'm chained to the stage. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could let him release you for oh, a little bit. You I'd know? love to sit here for two more hours. Right? That would be great. Okay, but you still have not asked him a question. I Something too. deep. Low, like deep, deep. Oh, like deep. really get in there. Wow. Really? Yes, boxers or briefs, right? Yes, yes, boxers or Depends. <laughs> That was a dad joke. Total dad joke. I love dad jokes. It was was a dad joke. It was so fun. So, um, yeah. So, what would be the top thing on your bucket list that you would, in life, that you would just love to accomplish? I want to eat sushi off a naked Japanese chick in in Tokyo. Okay. Like for real, real? It really is a thing. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. And I, that's a bucket it list thing. thing. It's oh. kinky, it's weird. Yeah. And, I and there's a do... lot of kinky, weird stuff in yeah. Japan, Just too. for the weirdness of it. I have a similar fantasy, but I would like to eat Del Taco off of Ryan Reynolds. There are things to work on, I'm telling you. You know, Carl used to work with Ryan Reynolds. What? Yeah. Carly, when we first started dating, is a Chicago boy. I love the show called Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Box. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Carly, if you ever watch the show, Carly's name's on the titles. Because she was a script awesome. supervisor yeah. on Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. So did, she ever, did she ever see him in the green room? They still communicate. Oh, that's Are you awesome. kidding me? So you're a star fucker. 
Carney's a star fucker. I'm oh, okay. a star <laughs> worker fucker. Yeah. I'm losing I, listeners. I'm, right I'm one now. step <laughs> out. It's like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Go. Okay, last but not least, I need to tell everybody, please go to digitiki.com. You really need to uh, listen to the Marty's podcast if you don't already listen. Because I always tell people, I don't know that much about Exotica, but he does. And if you really ever have any questions, you can email him on the site, and he will get deep down and personal with you. But um, you do such a great service for the Tiki community, and I appreciate so much what you do. Well, I'm going I'm to give it right back to you, because I love listening to your guys' podcast. Because I just crack up listening to you guys back and forth. It's hilarious. So I am a listener. Oh, yay! Oh, that's so Thank nice. You, that's so sweet. So... Cheers. All right, Cheers. Marty is leaving the building. Yes. Yay, Marty. Rory, are you going to be able to stick around with us a little bit? If you would like me to. Oh, yes. all right. I'll I let you. Yes. I just Where want you to be happy, sunshine. Uh, Doc, why don't you come around over to the microphone? There we go. Okay. We have, we have another guest with us. A veteran from the scene. Yes. <laughs> um, Doc Fried or Freed? Freed. Freed. But you uh, call me whatever you want because everybody else does. It's just <laughs> terrible that people do that to you. Uh, you um, had some really bad luck your last visit here, and we talked about that. But I, I want to ask you, um, what is it that brings you to these events? Because you come from Colorado. You, Colorado. You're not coming from a short My distance. Rory makes them so exciting. It's such a great event. The music, the people, the ohana, the drinks. And it's not the, too big, right? Like no. But it tries extra yeah. hard. Yeah, we're talking about Rory. It's not too big. Yeah, it's, it's a nice, intimate, intimate event. And I've been drinking for a few hours, and I feel wonderful. She can be hit by a car and wouldn't even feel it. <laughs> That's hit and run, she wouldn't know. Yeah, that hit and run was last year. Just, that was so last year. Very unfortunate, very unfortunate. Um, Doc, you also are a bit of a connoisseur of food. You really get around and you enjoy a great restaurant. What is the best meal you've had in the last 12 months? I've had some wonderful meals. I've had some great meals here in Palm Springs. I've had, of course, I'm from Denver. I've had some excellent meals there. I've had some excellent meals in San Diego. Um, I'm partial to interesting nouveau cuisine, things that are different. So, you know, like... What, what does nouveau which, mean in cuisine? Well, you know, like... Say Mexican or French food with a twist, something that isn't standard. There's something that makes it exciting with good spices, where I can really taste the spice. And it's usually just a little tiny bit of food on a big plate. <laughs> no, I like no, a lot of food. Okay, good. Okay, thank you. But no, I want to come out of there and not feel like I have to go to Mickey D's on the way. Yes, home. yes, yes, yes. I gotta eat, man. Um, so I've had some great meals. I mean, you just had a great lunch. I bet. I mean, it was probably a huge meal there. Yeah, I had the I had the summer salad. Uh, my stomach is so full of fruit right now that uh, yeah. <laughs> but my but my uh, the dark past. 
messenger, my me esposo, he had the um, he had the pastrami, and I was I was eyeing that and might have snuck a little piece or two off there because that was really tasty. Yeah, there was pastrami and their corned beef, but of course, yeah. There's some great Mexican restaurants here. There's one. Yeah, absolutely. Come on your feet for me. I had a great meal there last night. Um, What's your favorite like um, like genre of cuisine? Like your favorite like do you like Mexican mostly, Italian, Peruvian? Probably French or Italian. Okay. Just depends on on who's cooking it and what they're cooking and and, and where well, they it has to be in butter. Yeah. Yeah. Heaps <laughs> of butter. Good beef. Oh yeah. We just recently, my the Dark Passenger's brother just turned 50, and we went to Vegas. And they had, we tried a new restaurant there called The Cleaver. Okay. It, oh my gosh, was that an amazing culinary experience. And the cocktails, they had like the garnish on my drink, is it like at least a dollar a garnish? I mean, wow. But the cocktails were superb, the food was excellent. They liked the cocktails. I do. And we really had to Uber our way out of there. <laughs> I have to say, next time you go, try Edo, E-D-O. Okay. Uh, a really dear friend of mine opened it a couple years ago, and now I hear they have a second restaurant, but I haven't tried it yet. And uh, Bazaar Meats, which is a Jose Andre, who's a dear friend of mine. Bazaar Meats on your recommendation for the happy hour. And I had wonderful tapas and cocktails. Uh, I And I wow. walked out of there... And um, I was super inebriated because I went in a couple of drinks, you know, already piled on. What? Um, but are I you kidding? You drink? I know, but I really appreciated that they verbally walked me through everything that I was eating, which made it so fascinating. Wait, wait till you try Edo. Oh my God. Okay, I I don't love it. I need to know a little more about it. It is, it's tapas, and it oh, okay. is... okay, I love tapas. They do, like, a eight-course meal for, like, $60. That's out of this world. Oh, my god. I could gosh. do an entire podcast with Doc on her eating. Uh, I want to be there. But I probably could not do much of a podcast with Rory on his eating. So let's go over to him and let's let's ask him. Rory, you Rory, are not known for what your is the eating. best meal you've had in the last 12 months? Good question. <laughs> um, I'm just say it with something Kari, Kari made. You know, Mr. Restaurateur. Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. I can't even remember. I want to say it's the Brigadier, but... Kari and I went to San Diego on a date weekend, and we saw they may be giants at Half Moon Bay when it poured outside, and we still love the concert. But there is a great place on Shelter Island, and we went there and got um, oysters, you know, fresh, fresh tacos. Um, And I want to say it's the Brigadier, Brigantine, but it was the best meal we had in a long time. And it was kind of like sushi. We ordered a taco, enjoyed it. If you're still hungry, you order more. Six, you know, six oysters. Wow. Um, but I kind of like the best way to describe it. For me, it's not just about the food. There was two seafood places on Shelter Island. One we went to, which has been there since the 1970s. One employee was a heavy set lady. 
the other one was a Jewish kid with a Jew fro that was bright red. Oh my gosh, how But fun. the food was exceptional and they weren't trying to make it like an aesthetic look except a cool 1970s patina. Then we went to a brand new hipster's place where everyone was beautiful and all the brass... Did you, did you feel out of place? I did. All the brass was still shiny and oh, wow. like new and I was like, eh. I like to place with the kid with the uh, red jeans. Yeah. <laughs> okay, inquiring minds want to know, do you actually like Tiki or are you just making money off of people? Oh, that's not fair. That is a good question. But I have to say, before like this, like before this was as big as it was, you were part of Tiki. Thank you. Um, I would have to say, I love Tiki. And I will do this the rest of my life. And I will do it if it detracts and it's not in style anymore. And I, I'm i blessed to have Sven Kirsten as a neighbor. And there's things I like to focus on that he doesn't. Like the Don Blanding. Does, does he have a bar of sugar? We're not that good of neighbors. <laughs> uh, I will say when you go to Sven's house, he makes you what he calls a mind tie versus a mind tie. Oh my goodness. He's a pretty good bartender, but whatever he puts in there, there's also like a hallucinogenic effect. So where Sven gets upset these days is the emphasis on Tiki is the cocktails, not the history. Well, the Germans experimented with a lot of chemicals. Thank you. And I'm pretty sure that's in the mind time. So I love it. I'll do it the rest of my life. And if you've ever seen my house, it's the A material I can't bring to the Reef Sanchos in the front. I have seen your house. I've been in your house. And uh, the last time I was there, for whatever reason, we were lighting peeps on fire. And that was Easter. <laughs> I mean, it's the best way to celebrate. Um, but I feel like you haven't invited me over recently, so. Well, that was when I saw that video not too long ago. <laughs> and the sad part about that video is some of those people don't exist anymore. I know. In that video. That's very sad. I would say when we were, I remember, I, not, I remember being there, but... Also, since then, you've really acquired some more things since we've been at your place. Well, I, I and it, it looks like you've got some really neat, cool stuff. I um, acquired that house in 2011, and it's changed a lot. And one of my private joys is I got this beautiful vintage Woodco couch. And every time Kari sits down, she forgets. So she sits down heavy, and her head hits the headboard. Where's the car? See a beautiful piece of wood behind you? Oh, wow. Don't go down so quickly. <laughs> How often do you tell Kari to look at that beautiful piece of wood behind her? Three or four times <laughs> a night. But the cats love it, don't the they? The cats love it. Allegedly. Allegedly. Kari's in the background shaking her head. I have no idea what's going on. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, the cats definitely love it, and they love Svengooli on Svengooli Saturday. Saturday nights. Put your feet up. Put your feet okay, up. Okay, now. Okay, here's a good one. Doc. Yes. Explain to us why you started um, tagging everybody on the Facebooks with Senguli for Saturday night. It's like a ritual. Feed up. Just, just tell us what. How did this happen? It's actually Rory that started it during the pandemic. 
And then when the businesses started coming back, I just sort of continued it for them and started tagging everybody who sort of joins us on Saturday nights. And some weeks we'll have 10 people and some nights we'll have 50 or 60 people joining us to watch us in Hooli. Now she did a wonderful job because there was a period of time and actually history will show. Sven, uh, not Sven, I'm sorry. Um, Sven Gulli's best ratings um, were during COVID because it became almost a cult thing where when we were doing it, and we still do it, um, it was a reason for us all to interact without seeing each other. So you could go across the world and all be watching something at the same time and participate. And with COVID, that was how it was, as you remember. It, it was fun. It was such a it was such an odd time. Like I feel like um, COVID is the depression of a different generation. We all went through it, and it was it was different to a lot of people. And many of us came out with depression. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, for real. Yeah. And I mean, I now see a counselor on a semi regular basis because of COVID. Um, and the things that you missed out on, the things that you were wanting to do. But then also I just realized, like, I probably should have been in therapy all the along. The isolation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the isolation. We're not, we're, we're pack animals. For I'm, a, I'm an extrovert. It was not yeah. easy staying at home all day. I loved it. <laughs> you are an oddly an introvert it was who just awesome. happens to put on events for hundreds of people. It was, um, well, you know, the CDC and who just announced that the epidemic slash pandemic is now over it's not it's, i heard that yeah, so that was a big deal um it was one of those things you go either way and it, it changed the world did, you yeah. you talk like you go either way but you don't no i'm very you're happy just a te- you're just a tease yeah. no, i'm very happy with my boring little we're on the outside world the 20 year old version of me would mock me <laughs> But the 51-year-old version of me is like, you're my hero. You know why, though? Because 21-year-olds, they truly do not understand, like, just the the contentment that comes with just, like, It is a gift. I can just be comfortable with this person, and they know me, they know my shit, and I can... He he flirts with the boys, but he's not actually interested. Well, we live in such an interesting day where no other generation could say, because of social media, there's people I've never met, but we're Facebook friends, and I'm sick of seeing them. Because every day it's like a photo of them, it's like... Really? So is Facebook just to show yourself every day? And nothing about changing the world or doing it. It's just a different pose daily. So it's funny how all of us at one point were trying to acquire more friends, and now we're trying to get rid of friends. <laughs> no, it's, and that's, that's a true dynamic. I follow a page uh, on Instagram called Happy Trails, and all it is is abdomen shots. Literally, it's happy trails. I've never seen any of no their faces. faces. Yeah. Yeah, no, no faces. faces. Uh, yeah. and, and I'm fine with that because I don't need to know them any better than the happy trail. Just I can. I have to say, if it's all right, if you, I kind of... You may. Say, um, unfortunately, we weren't able to come here before, but so this is our first time in Laverne as Laverne. And I love the decor here I, I, so thank much. You. We've and, been blessed where yes. there's always been that connection that Jimmy Buffett slash Fern Bars were the death of Tiki. And they really weren't. They were the transferring of a new style where a lot of Fern Bars that were Tiki Bars in the past, they whitewashed the rattan, 
you know, got the Tiffany style lamps. We did a soft version. We don't yeah, have Tiffany no. style lamps. No, we have Ridco style Tiffany I love style them lamps. So the, much. the table bases are Moais. Yes. But we kind of did a soft jump since we are at the store Caliente Tropics. Yes. But okay. the drinks are soft. And I do want to say for for your, I have been so jealous of your seersucker Sundays, and so wanted to come. I brought a seersucker skirt. Thank yes, you. Just to wear tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. I've got my seersucker suit for tomorrow. I have a sucker. <laughs> I love our seersuckers just for you. Well, tomorrow, uh, Fern is open to the general public. But if you wear seersucker, you get happy hour all day. So it doesn't have to be a community experience as much as, hey, I'm going out on Sunday and I enjoy some food and drinks for a discount. Does, does that include the devils on horseback? Yes, it does, sir. Oh, God, so good. So good. So good. Okay, Rory, I, question. This is an important question. Um, both inside Le Fern, directly behind the bar on top of the bottles, you have a what looks like male and female sort of couple there. But also in Sancho's, you have like kind of the same couple. What is the story behind these carvings and these like... I, I, we've uh, Starshine have taken pictures in front of the ones at Sancho's and tried to recreate the weird stairs that they make. Where did this come from? I'll try to make this short. But uh, last year we had, we had a symposium with Tiki Sai and Widco. I met Sai years ago who didn't know what Widco was, and now he he absorbs it all. He loves it. Um, when you first get into the Tiki scene, you want everything Tiki. You collect it all. And we Widco did a lot of Tiki pieces, which are highly collectible and expensive. Widco also did Conquistador. They did... You know, um, he was all over the place. All over the place. And in my house, I have a bar from Widco that's not tiki. It's more kind of, you know, conquistador strange. These are very strange and wonderful. And I love it because if you look at the pieces. Rory's been asked to sign a mug yeah, while he's talking to Lafern, us. If you ever see the movie Hannibal Part 3 of Silence of the Lambs. No one's going to see that. When the guy cuts off his own face. It looks like the kid out there. It does! <laughs> Never even made that connection. So I love that it's Widco, but there was a period of time that it was all like really weird, strange, obscure crap, but it was handcrafted. <laughs> handcrafted crap. Some very, some very happy thoughts. The lamps behind the bar, just constantly, I'm staring and so jealous. It just takes me back to my childhood and my dad. I wish I still had my dad's and mom's lamps with those amazing lampshades. I love the lampshades. I just, and I'm well, obsessed those with the were, Those were done by my friend Tiki Sai. Okay. Sai Bursky. He also did the wall that goes in between the exit and us. Yes. It's if you ever go to my house, he did my Tiki shelves. He's, first of all, a true friend. I have a very small circle that I, I, I'm with, but he's a great artist but owns a, a bar. So if you, it, his bar actually burnt Tiki down. Tiki Sai has a bar? Oh, it burnt down. Where? Oh, I did no. not know this. No, Lodi. That's why. That's Kari why I, I don't know. Kari and I visited on the way to San Francisco and Sai and his wife Jessica, who's wonderful, who managed this place for a minute, um, we were here in Palm Springs, and we were laughing about, oh, they're going to sell the business. They're over it. And the next day, I got a text, and they're on their way back to Lodi because their place burnt down. Oh, 
my god! Which is about a year and a half ago. So they weren't ready to go back and own a bar. But when you do the math, it makes sense to reopen, yeah. and they're reopening it. But um, we had a chance to see it. And it was this beautiful building that was built in the late 1800s, and he had several pieces of Whitco that were in there that, when the fire happened, that got destroyed. Oh. So yeah, uh, I would consider Sai and Jessica two of my closest friends, and they know their stuff. And Jessica collects vintage typewriters. And I believe she has oh, over two hundred. Kind of strange. Yeah. That's amazing. I have yeah. I have my great grandmother's yeah. really? vintage typewriter. And like for instance, tomorrow for myself, and I don't want to put it out there. I love doing these events, but every year I get a hand typed note with on the bottom of the note what kind of typewriter what yours oh, made wow. to do the bloody mary party on sunday for that just friends so, cool. so i love that like they want they're part of the scene they don't need to be recognized but they've done a lot for uh, contributing to the scene but they're just behind the scenes and on that note rory snyder we've had enough of you on the podcast it's time to it's time to chat with some other people but uh, truly i really do appreciate everything that you do your events I look forward to every year, and although I I miss the October event that will be no more, but also I'm so happy that I have more time between events, and I and I don't have to spend so much money. I am doing this for you to live the lifestyle we sell, and I hope when I hear you guys, oh I hear goodness. some of Mark Riddle's new songs on one of your episodes. Oh, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Roy Snyder. Aloha, sunshine. And the hallway. And the listeners. <laughs> I certainly hope you enjoyed that podcast live at Leigh Fern. Live as in two weeks ago. All right, so now we're going to hear some music from Lahaina Sunset, Mark Riddle's new album. I'm going to play for you, Lahaina Sunset, the title track, the first track. And I want to, I, I re, I'm going to set the mood a little bit. So we're going to start on the shores of Lahaina. You will hear the ocean on the sand. You will hear the birds in the background. And then there is a melody that calls to you in the distance. If you've been to Lahaina, Front Street, for example, uh, you you may really be able to picture this, but I think it's a it's a wonderful tune, and I wanted to play that one to start with. Then we're going to play Lahaina Hula, which is I think my I think it's my third favorite track on this album. Oh, you can't really rank them all, so we're gonna play that for you. I think you're gonna enjoy both. You're gonna go over to digitiki.com to get the album yourself. You can get vinyl, you can get digital, you can get both. I suggest you get both because if you get the digital copy, it has tracks that are not on the vinyl album and you're going to want them all. It also comes in a bamboo case that flips open with a bamboo USB drive. It's super cool. So get both. Go to digitiki.com if you haven't already subscribed to to the Quiet Village Now. Great podcast. Marty's been doing it for years, and he really is an expert on the genre of Exotica Plus and where to find it if you want it yourself. And the last thing I'm going to say is go on iTunes, put us a review for this podcast, give us a five star, and then say anything you want in words. That's all we ask. All right. Next episode... 
I am going to play for you the other half of what we recorded at Lay Fern, and we are going to play some of the tracks from Lahaina Sunset that are on the digital version that are not available on the vinyl. And as I always like to say, until next time, mahalo. Thank you.